Chapter 10 The Snake That Was Broken and Bound As the hours grow late, the tavern runs dry. Townsfolk have gone home, so they may rest for the night. Griff, now drunk and asleep, due to large amounts of wine. But Hero needs answers now. It has not left his mind. Oh, Griff. Surely you could have spent one more night in the infirmary. He's a good man. I feel terrible for his loss. Hmm. Yes. It is sad, but in this world, and this life, there is little that we can control. Speaking of what little we can control, did you ever intend to come back to Hazel Rock? What kept you from returning for so long? Truth be told, due to my research, I did not intend to return. Certain developments had held my company. I hope you understand. It was not intentional. I knew you'd be alright. I see. Well, care to explain these developments that would leave me stranded? Come to think of it, Azador. You also never told me what you were doing in that dungeon when you found me. I guess I do owe you that. Although, what I'm about to share may sound like a fable tale. But I assure you, it is very real. <sighs> I would prefer to keep you far from the truth. It may lead us all to our doom. I appreciate the warning, but out with it. Hmm. Very well. You see, my dear boy, this term in which I possess is why my journey began. About one and a half years ago, the book sat on a shelf, collecting dust. Until I sensed its awakening, if you will, like a moth to a flame. It was drawn towards a source. I realized, while on my person, I could feel it yearning to head in the direction of the Hazel Rock Mountains. And so I went, far from my lodgings, following what I did not understand. A wizard's curiosity had gotten the better of me. I could feel the sensation grow more intense as I drew near the source. When I arrived at the base of the Hazel Rock Mountains, I followed the intuition of this object until I came to an opening. Suddenly, it disappeared. This magnetic sensation vanished. 
And as I wandered curiously into this great hall, I noticed stone statues and you on the floor, unconscious. Dear gods, those were my friends. You didn't see it? The monster, that awful magic. Could you still help them? No, hero. I could not. Nor did I sense any magic in that space. Whatever you had encountered was long gone. And I was now at a dead end. You were barely alive. And you needed help. Right. You left me in Hazel Rock. Where did you go for so long? <laughs> the realm of the elves. Are you serious? Elves, Alzador? Hmm. I told you, my dear boy. You may find it a fable, but I assure you. I went to seek counsel from the elves. You see, I searched through the libraries of man, but to no avail. Fortunately, I remembered my teacher's stories of the great Athenaum. A vast source of knowledge that lies hidden. It was imperative that I find them. And your teacher never mentioned where these... elves were? Hmm. Not once. I had to start from scratch. And mind you, they do not want to be found by just anyone. For those who do not possess an affinity to magic, the only thing you will find is certain death. The doorway to the realm of the elves resides within the center of the Glittering Grove. The Glittering Grove? Uh, you mean like the children's tales? The story says that you must be bound by magical properties, or else none shall live. <laughs> ah, awake, are you, Griff? That is indeed correct. But, you see, as a wizard, I need not fear such a spell cast over the grove. A wizard? Wait. If that's the case, then that fire... It came from you, didn't it? Ha 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 ha! Ah! <clears throat> and so, I navigated my way through the grove. It took this old man a day or two, but... I found the doorway, making my way through the entangled roots of the largest tree in the center of the grove. I stepped through and smelled the sweetest scent in the air. I had finally discovered the home of the elves. To their people, it is known as the Vale of Venithos. Dear gods, this just cannot be. How is any of this true? There is more in this world to behold than you can possibly imagine, Griff. But, parallel to that, there is also great evil. As I entered, 
I was quickly met by one of the elves. As I suspected, they already knew who I was. Ah, the elves. A marvelous people. Truly a wonder. Welcome, Alzador, son of the Nova Realm. You would not travel so far from home if not for an important task. What knowledge do you seek that you cannot find elsewhere? This tome. I need to understand its purpose. It yearns for an olden presence. I believe it led me to something... dark. We will not lay hands on this item. Do not offer it to us, Alzador. That seal on your tome, the snake swath a hammer, it resembles that upon a scroll in which we possess. Inside the great Athenaeum, a first-hand account from my ancestor, Sarnella. She was in attendance for an event placed in the mortal world. Shater Sa'el Ophidian. In mortal tongue, that means... Snake, that was broken and bound. Well done, Novellian. You must be friend to understand our language. Entering the great Athanam, the scroll was freely given to friendly eyes. To the elves, it was not of great importance, for they do not worry or deal in mortal dilemmas. Unbinding the old scroll and reading the words, a first-hand account from the elven witness, Sarnala Gilfir. For centuries, the children of the old gods fought. Their celestial struggles shaped the very realm. From the lowly grounds to the stars in the sky. All existed under them. Hmm. Even after the age of mortal men, their conflict lives on. A darkness had swept over the Nova realm. After many encounters with this evil, a group of mortal men, aided by myself, assumed a task to confront this power. Led by a mortal man, Albert and company had finally come face to face with the source, Vileth, a goddess of the Nova Realm. Her body resembled that of a snake, with large wings on her back and a crown of horns resting atop a soft and almost human-like face. Their mortal strength was no match. As quickly as we had surrounded the celestial being, they were ensnared in her powerful magic. The company was turned to stone except for myself. My elven blood protected me from Violet's magic, but at a price. I would soon lose my sight before the end. Watching Albert and the party turn to stone, 
I witnessed a glowing blue hue begin to emerge from the cracks of the stone encasing Albert's body. With a blinding light, he was now free. He was different now. Gripping his hammer, the weapon looked as though it also changed form. As this unspeakable power surges through Albert's entire body, it imbues an aura to the weapon. Violet seems to recognize this power. Now realizing Albert's defiance to her magic, she screams. He does not belong to you, sister. Violet lunges towards Albert at an alarming speed. Wielding this new power, Albert deflects her large claw away with his imbued hammer, causing Violet to stagger, and almost offended at his action. Losing herself to the fact that a mortal contests her, she summons her full strength and dives headlong towards Albert. Without a flinch at the advance, he remains steadfast. As Violet approaches, the pressure grows more intense until suddenly, the air loses its weight. Albert had swung his hammer hard into her head, instantly shattering her crown of horns into several pieces. Wait a minute. This actually happened? It is beginning to look that way, Griff. I believe this is but a piece of Billis' crown. And I fear there are many more. Many more? Why do you say that? Well, the witness account of the elf goes on to explain that Alba and the champions of old used human magic to seal Vilith in chains. In the very same dungeon I found you, hero. The witness, Sonala, also goes on to say that Alba spread the pieces across the realm with the intention to never allow that evil to become whole again. I do believe that this attack on Borwich is but a small display of power from this shattered piece. To be certain, we must investigate. Griff, can you take us to the location where these boars reside? Of course. I can do that. As the night draws to an end, it is a struggle for Griff to bear the weight of what has been shared. Griff, now encountering monsters and magic, will not sleep well tonight, nor many others, in fact, knowing the truth of what is out there. But, curiously, Hero is not so shaken. Processing what has been divulged, his brow furrows. Did he and his guild release that creature? Was the Nova Realm in danger? Because of him. Hey everyone, this is John Luna, the creator and one of the guardians of the Nova Realm. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. Please like and subscribe to the podcast, as well as reach out to us on our socials. If you'd like to support us, consider visiting our Patreon page 
at patreon.com slash TOTNRpodcast. We are constantly working on our tiers, and with your support, we can grow and continue to shape the Nova Realm. See you next week.